Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon. He's one of the employee owners. Comes in and helps me out with your computer comments, questions, and concerns. I know it's a gorgeous Saturday morning, uh, but we are in here live. A couple pasty white computer geeks. Uh, feel free to get online and uh, check us out over at WTIC's Facebook page if you really want to see what's going on. The studio's getting spruced, so you can actually oh. check out how that's been going on. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it looks really nice in here. Yeah, a little bit of paint. We like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's except def- for the stuff that got moved around, but that's okay. That's okay. We, we, we don't mind. <laughs> we can live. Yeah, so uh, feel free to get online there. On uh, everything we talk about, it's posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show, which also works. Let's go to uh, the old news bucket there, Dennis. We got some stuff that we want to talk about. Yeah, as far as we do. We news. got a, we got a bunch here. This has been an active week. Yeah. Um, Microsoft Teams, you know yeah. that conferencing product that everybody's using now. Yeah, a lot of people are using it. It's a, yeah. it's a it's a like a a messaging system, and you can use it even for making calls and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, when you've authenticated to it on your computer, mm-hmm. the authentication tokens yep. are saved on the computer in clear text. Of course. That sounds exactly how Microsoft would do, would do security. Keep it oh, wide open and in clear text so every yes. other application can read it. Now, what happened was there was a security company that detected this mm-hmm. and released information about it. Right. They probably told Microsoft long ago, right? They oh, probably they gave did. them a heads oh, up. Yeah, they, they gave them a heads up. And yeah. Nothing was done, so the information got released publicly. Right. That sounds about and right. And Microsoft's position mm-hmm. is that they are, believe it or not, not going to fix it. Of course not. Because they say that it is not a danger. Mm. The only way to get this data is to have local control of the computer. Right. So they don't consider it a vulnerability that they need to address. Unbelievable. I, I, I mean... That's Microsoft. That's Microsoft. I mean, how hard is it to take the token and encrypt, hash it, it, or encrypt it? Right. You, the encryption is built into the operating system. Right. I don't. You can tell Dennis is going to (laughs) fall over in his chair. See, we deal with this every day with Microsoft, right? And it's like when when we started as a company, Dennis, we were installing Novell. Right. Oh, right. I remember those days. Yeah, whole different architecture, whole different you know yep. directory structure. Yeah, your computers had Microsoft 
operating systems. Right. But the server was Novell, mm-hmm. and the software was made by all kinds of other people that you were using. Correct. So it was a big organism with a lot of different people contributing. And then Microsoft gave it away, the networking and the servers, and here we are stuck with this type of approach to security. Right. And this is a cloud, right? This is Teams giving you uh, your, the token sitting there on your local machine, unencrypted. <laughs> I can't get over that. And as we all go through certifications <laughs> to get you know certified in all sorts of levels of security, Microsoft puts out products like this that you can't defend against. Right. And you can defend against it, but you can't defend against it. Well, you can defend against it, according to them, by just locking your computer where your computer is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that really works well with a laptop. Yeah. But, hey, what do I know? It's crazy. It's crazy. So, in other news, you might have heard this. You may not have heard this. I'm, so, I'm kind of surprised uh, even Morgan didn't have this, but we'll, we'll give Morgan a hard time later. Uh, Uber has been massively hacked by supposedly Uber? An, an 18-year-old. Yeah, Uber. Uh, Uber, the, the folks that let you ride, a, get in, a, get in a, uh, a ride-sharing car so you can get a, get a ride from somebody else. And uh, great little technology. You know, mm-hmm. it's the, it's the uh, gig economy, right? Well... An 18-year-old got into their cloud-based Slack messaging system. Really? Got into their cloud-based AWS instance, meaning if you've got if Uber has servers spun up and works workspaces spun up and basically the operation of their business spun up on the AWS cloud, they have this 18-year-old has access to it. Wow. And they also got uh, he also got access to their Google workspace. <laughs> So at Google Workspace is the M3 Microsoft 365. So competitor. Uber is using two completely different clouds. Multiple clouds, three. Slack. Oh, a- Slack. AWS. And AWS. Google. Yeah. Well, actually, Slack could be sitting on AWS for all we know. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but the point is, this guy got in, and basically he got in because how? Uh, Dennis, what's your password? Oh, one, two, three, four, five. I got the same combination on my luggage. Exactly. And that's how the guy got in, right? He literally asked some <laughs> ding dong at Uber who had power, who had admin level power or power enough. And and they had 2FA enabled. They had two factor. We, well, we're assuming they did. Let's assume they did. They had two factor authentication enabled on these accounts. So on top of saying, what's your password and having somebody give him the password, they also gave him the second factor so that he could authenticate <sighs> to the system. So- just so you understand what this means. So let's just say you're a brick and mortar company and you're you're sitting there you're 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 a Walmart, right? Basically assuming no internet, right? Assuming it's the old days, it's the 1990s. An 18-year-old kid basically got goes into your Walmart and says, "I am running this whole show. Now it's mine." <laughs> he walks in the door, you know, he knocks on the door and says he's an employee. They open it up, let him in. Now I'm running the whole show. This is exactly what's happening in Uber's case. The FBI is getting involved to try to figure out. And the New York Times has interviewed the guy. Bleepy Computer yep. interviewed the guy. Right. Or gal. We don't, you know, whatever. Right. Um, and uh, this is a cloud scenario. So everyone talks about, oh, you know, get over to the cloud. It's just somebody else's servers that have the same vulnerabilities as your on-prem servers. Mm-hmm. Except in this case, you got some third, this kid is, got, got you by the Uber. Right. <laughs> I I don't I don't uh, how how well I I've said this off the air right how do tech people why don't they know enough not to just hand over credentials and tokens to other people 
because I, I swear these guys I, I don't, don't know how the sausage is made. They, they're, they're, a lot of them are younger, and they don't know how. They really don't even know how the technology is made. Or that's an arrogant thing. If you look at the stories that are out there, the Uber employees were banging back and forth with this guy as he was. Oh yeah, they s- they thought it was like a joke when right. the guy when the guy injected his screenshots into Slack. Right. Showing that he had control right. over their AWS Right, they just figured AWS it was some, some Joe working at the company that was fooling around and right. acting as if he was a hacker. Right, so clearly they didn't have any real monitoring on these things. They didn't didn't have any you know intrusion prevention. Well, you can't prevent intrusion when you intrude when, as somebody who's a, authenticated. When it's an employee's account, right. Right. That's so, literally not intrusion. Correct. It's a walk in the door. It's oh, I got the keys. Thank you. Let me come on in. And you're right. It's like it's like somebody walking into a Walmart and saying, "Hey, I'm the manager today." Exactly. It is really kind of like that if you think yeah. about it back in the right. '90s. But of course, that what would happen back in the '90s is somebody would grab him by the back of the neck and chuck him out the out the door. <laughs> right. right. Back in the '90s, that's what we did. Now they would be like, "Oh, please, can you leave?" Um, we won't go there. So we'll put a link up here for the story. You can go ahead and read it. And I've got TechCrunch articles. It's all over the place. And yeah. again, I'm kind of surprised the mainstream media hasn't really talked more about this because it just shows the massive vulnerabilities of our of our cloud-based and or any type of based technology systems. You put the best controls in place, two-factor authentication. You're working for a technology company. I assume somebody trained you. Maybe you're doing security awareness training, but maybe you're not. Maybe you're just so arrogant, you're not even training your own people. I mean, the name of your company is Uber, so maybe you are that way. (laughs) Uh, And you're not even training your people on what to look for. I mean, they had to get past the 2FA and the password. Right. And they got high-level credentials to have access to this stuff. It's just mind-boggling. It is. Um, so well, you guys can take a look at it and see what's going on, and it should give you pause, right? So I, I'm just waiting for when Microsoft, their environment is is owned like this. They've already had issues and in instances uh, of being owned, and imagine if you've got your instance of whatever on the Azure cloud, and the, and somebody's going to turn off your server, <laughs> or, turn, or you pay him in, or her in ransom, right? Thanks to crypto, which is also I, shouldn't right. be a thing. Um, so we'll put a link up here for you guys. You can see what's going on. Anything else you want to talk about, Dennis? Well, speaking of news that didn't make the that did that should have made the major media but mm-hmm. didn't. Yep. Like the one that we just talked about. Right. There is a story that did make the major media. Yeah. It was an explosion, mm. quote unquote. Right. At MIT. Yep, I heard about that um, all over the news. I heard that yeah. the big explosion at MIT. Yeah, and it was supposed to be some guy who was, uh, you know, squawking about how terrible Zuckerberg is and how the metaverse is going to destroy humanity. Right. Sort of a Unabomber light kind of right. guy. Right. Well, I've got a register article yep, from our favorite pond. blog. Yep. And uh, eh, it seems to be a hoax. Right. <laughs> so it, it wasn't otherwise a real known incendiary as, explosion. It was just some kind of a pressure vessel right. that popped. And so there really was an event yeah. that kind of resembled an explosion. The sound and maybe freak but, people out. Yeah, but it wasn't wasn't really a bomb. They had like funfetti in it or something like that? I, I don't know. I mean, if it was the register, they might have said so. But right. <laughs> but again, the point is, right, the story was not quite true. From the main, the, the larger media outlets, they don't seem to source or follow up or understand the severity. You know, there's no checking of of these sources. There's no full understanding of these reports. They just 
blast it out. Well, the only place you would have known that it was a hoax was by going to tech media. Because the tech media were on it right away as a hoax. Yep. Some of them, their initial reports said this could be a hoax. Right, right. Uh, That's not what the rest of the media did. Of course not. Well, at least it was a hoax, and that's good. Nobody got hurt. Well, yeah. Um, so we'll put those links up there for you, some, some of those stories about what's going on in the news and technology. So feel free to get online, though, today. We're here until 11 o'clock on this lovely Saturday morning here in New England. Feel free to get online, 860-522-9842. That's the number. It's the only number. No matter where you are in the country, uh, 860-522-9842. WTSA used to pick up the tab with the 800 number, but no more. You must use your cell phone. <laughs> 860-522-9842 is the number. Get online. Or you can post a question over on our Facebook page, over at WTIC's Facebook page. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're waiting for you guys. We're here until 11 o'clock. We have three lines wide open. 860-522-9842 is the number, the only number. You can also email us in the studio at gethelpatabinc.com. You can also go to the Facebook pages and... Dennis is monitoring the tab one, and I'm watching the WTIC one. You can put questions out there. Whatever way you want to get your question in, we'll do our best to help you out. Um, let's go to your calls. We got Tim first in Meriden. Morning, Tim. Hey, guys. How you doing this morning? Good, sir. How are you? Not too bad. What can we do for so you? After, uh, after spending about an hour and a half on the phone with, the, uh, with Cox Communications mm-hmm. regarding my email, it no longer sends from my Cox account. Oh, boy. Oh, so they they claim that their email is now free, and they can't help me. So what are you a Cox subscriber? Uh, thirty years, yeah. Okay, and then so, they're they're saying, wait a minute, you're paying for the internet service. They're then saying it's yeah. free email, and oh, they, yeah, they said they don't offer email anymore. That if you were to get a Cox account today, you wouldn't get email. They don't offer it anymore. Huh? Wow! Uh, First I heard of that. It doesn't even yeah, matter. Well, it, it doesn't matter though because you have an account with them. Correct. So they so they're 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 throwing their hands up that they can't help you on the send side. Now, what, what's your mail client? What tool you're using to send your mail? Is oh, it the- I'm using two different ones, so they're both having the same issue. I use uh, Exchange 365. Yep. And then I also use Apple Mail. Okay. Um, you know, the, the native app on my iPhone. Uh, how about if you uh, go and just open up a web browser and log into your mail there? Oh, that works. That works. Okay. okay. So it's just the clients that aren't working. Right. Which means, I think, the, which means is there's settings there that even the Cox support guys don't seem to know um, on well, how, how to configure I found, it. I, I work in IT. So, oh, I mean, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm very familiar with all their settings and all this stuff. And I literally found everything on the internet and walked through everything with them. But then at the end of the day, they said, well, you're using a client, so we can't help you because it works on our service. Well, so as long as you log in our service and it works, that's we're, we're, we're done with it. Kind of, oh, it's okay. it's kind of true. You know that in the IT, it's, that is kind of true. I do I do think it's an awful stance, but it is kind of true. They're like, well, we've proven our mail goes through the web that Dennis just talked about. So it's not us, it's you. Okay. Um, hmm. But this worked up until a couple weeks ago, and then it just stopped sending. Right now, I have a, I have a private exchange account um, that I have a small business with, and that sends and receives through exchange, no problem. Yep. I can't send anything through my private email. So then, so here nor there. I mean, whatever. If I have to change, I have to change. 
my problem is, how do you change? Okay, it's easy. I understand that to get a new email, and of course you can't get your same name because it's not available anywhere. Um, I checked the number of sources, and that you know, there's variations of it. Right. But whoop, you there? Oh, I think we lost you. Oh, come on, Tim. You still there, Tim? I think we lost his uh, cell phone. Uh, it's okay, but we knew where he was going. So we're going to, Tim, hang, keep listening. We're going to answer your question after the, the news here and explain how to migrate your email from the Cox system over to another system. And right. the one I'd recommend would be Proton. Right. So uh, hang on, Tim. I'm not sure what's up with your, your, uh, your cell phone, but we'll answer your question after the news. And Mark, Walter, hang on as well. A couple lines open for you guys. We'll be right back after the news. ComputertalkWithTab.com is where everything's been posted by Dennis Live here in the studio. And, of course, over on our Facebook page, Mike G is is posting things as well. He's going to say feverishly, but we can't say feverishly anymore. He is working as hard as he can, posting that stuff as quickly as possible over to our Facebook page. We'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We get a full board of calls. So I want to thank you guys for doing that. Um, otherwise, Dennis will be talking about our kids and our cats, and that's not fun. <laughs> um, let's go to you. back to your calls. Tim is back from Meriden there. You there, Tim? Yeah. All right. Good old, so, Wi-Fi, good old Wi-Fi calling failed me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Technology, man. That's that's why we're here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> so you, you asked so, a question about how you're going to migrate your email to a different mail provider. Correct. And so you're you're generally going to configure a you're going to choose a new mail provider. We'd recommend, or I would recommend Proton. I think Dennis would too. Yeah. I was looking at it. I was looking at that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And there's a free version of it. There's also a paid version where where you can then of course get your own domain and be instead of you used to be at cox.net, you'll be at whatever you want to be dot com, right? Right. Um, okay. which, which is even pretty cooler. Actually, I think that domain names might be available. Whatever you want to be dot com. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Tim at, yeah, just email me at Tim at whatever you want to be dot com. So what you do is you configure the, the Proton mail, and then there's an interface that occurs between Proton and Cox where it'll dump all the mail to their mail system for you. It'll be resynced 
you're probably running IMAP right now, right? So it'll resync over to your Proton mailbox and your mail client, and uh, all that mail will be taken care of. You can then configure uh, Cox to forward your mail to the Proton box. I look, I look for that. I couldn't figure out where it was. That's 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 really why I had the question because I couldn't figure out online. You can't. There's no way to do it. Um, I don't know if they prevent it, which uh, is entirely possible. So it it is entirely possible, but um, you can also put in a uh, a tool on your machine that'll keep it synced together using the IMAP technology. So you can okay. download a Proton tool that'll allow you to use Outlook on your computer. And okay. it'll, it'll be like an interface. It'll talk to Cox. It'll talk to Proton and keep that sync going as you notify everybody that you're now using Tim at whatever you want to be.com right. as the new email address. Okay. Sounds fairly simple. It is fairly simple. Yeah. The the other thing too, Tim, as we were talking about your issue off air, um, your mail client is it is it up to yeah. speed? Is it running the latest version of the mail client? Because you could be like dealing with a TLS one scenario or something that's been deprecated um, in your mail system. Well, my, yeah, my machine is brand new. My my uh, I I run a mini PC now. Okay, um, and that's brand that's literally brand new. I, it's a couple months old, uh, okay. and uh, it's got you know like the latest version of of uh, Office. Okay. Um, then you're current. Like I said, I, I get office actually through GoDaddy because uh, of my my business account. So that that runs. So it, that that's updated, and I make sure my machine is always updated. So okay. Um, I don't believe that would be a problem, but nope. it's just strange that it does. And my my wife's machine is having the same issue. Different and mail. It's, it's totally different. Totally same mail, you know, like same different email address, but same setup. And hers was working fine, and then it just stopped working. And they're claiming that nothing changed on their end. So I just didn't know if you had heard from other people. I know you have, you're in Southington, so yeah. I know originally you had Cox. I don't think you probably do anymore. But, I do not. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, So I didn't know if you had heard from anybody else with the same issue. Yeah, no, I, I haven't. And I just am disappointed in their answers on the support because you're paying for oh, the I was so I was so angry with them. It was like after yeah. 30 years... And I pay a lot of money for my service. Well, absolutely. <laughs> Anybody who has cable is paying a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm I'm gonna sunset off that, but I just need to know the best way to do it. So, yeah, and you can also as always when you sunset. Always, you guys are awesome. So. Well, thank you. When you sunset off of it, you can also put your account in like a a paused mode, or if you're gonna get if you're gonna get off of their internet service as well. Um, so you yeah. can pay nine dollars for the email that doesn't work because it still works. They'll forward your obviously your mail is flowing. It's just not getting to your clients. I wonder if it's as fire. No, I'm receiving email. The IMAP side of it's working. Yeah, no, right. the send side, the SMTP side, not working. Right, which yeah. is they're not authenticating you for some reason. Right, exactly. I don't know why, no. Tim, uh, and they didn't know why, so we're probably not going to be able to help you there. But uh, um, yeah, get well, Proton. I appreciate it. And maybe somebody else will hear this and have the same issue and realize that maybe it is a Cox issue. Well, yeah, and the other benefit of going to Proton is it's fully encrypted. Your email right. is, is now sitting in um, Switzerland, um, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of interesting. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a safer way to send and receive email um, in an encrypted way. So there's nobody in well, the middle listening wanna, to it. Yeah, I know. I've listened to you guys for a long time, and I, one of the things I don't want to do is go to a Yahoo or a Hotmail or one right. of the other ones that just have a problem down the road. I'd rather just pay for it and, and be I, I rely on my email too much to to not have it, you know, secure. So. Secure and working, exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. So. All right, good luck, Tim. We'll put All some right. links up there for you, too, if you need them. Awesome. As always, thanks, you guys, a lot.
Our, our, our pleasure. Take care. Yep, bye-bye. Take care. All right, so Tim's got a plan, something to do today. Let's go on to uh, Mark in Berlin. What's happening, Mark? Hey, guys. Happy Saturday. Yeah. Hey, I got a reprieve. The grass is still too wet. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> we hear you. Hey, a simple, um, simple question. Um, maybe very similar to Tim's. Yeah. Um, earlier this week, um, I switched over to GoNet Speed. Ah, uh, congratulations! Yay! Yay! <laughs> um, it's cheaper. It's faster. Yep. And the line was twenty feet from the house. <laughs> Perfect. Um, question is, I still have the cable box, right? And my email with my provider yep um once i call up my provider next week and argue with them about <laughs> canceling my email charges there, well there is no email charges per se it's, well, it's bundled. I, I, my internet charging yeah. i'm sorry yeah. um is that going to impact my uh email with that possibly yeah it could so this is what i did i put myself on a pause so you pay them like nine bucks a month as you migrate all your accounts from whatever accounts you've configured with your old email address yep. over to a new service like like Proton. Right, right, Proton. Okay. Yeah. And in some cases, even if you cancel the service, the email may still flow, but I can't guarantee that it will. Yeah. They're seeing a lot of cancellations. <laughs> Taking a chance on that. So. Okay. Um, could you throw a link up on how to do that? My son's a geek, and he'll be able to decipher it. Yeah, the, we'll put the same link that we did for Tim as far as the Proton migration. As far as pausing your service, uh, there is links on there from Cox and Comcast. Who do you have in Berlin, Cox? Um, Comcast. You have Comcast. Okay. We'll see if we can find a link on that, how to pause your service um, so that at least you're just paying the minimum there so that you can at least have some time to reset up all those accounts. But once you create your own account, whether it's market, whatever you want to be.com, now all of a sudden you have control, right? It's your mail system. You're paying a company for it. However, I should tell you this, right? Proton's there today. Could they be gone tomorrow? Yep. <laughs> so can anybody. So exactly. So keep that in mind. Whereas when it's free, you're the commodity. They're reading your email, and they could also be gone tomorrow. At least with a service you're paying, the chances because you're paying them, they probably will stick around. I'm hoping, right? Um, they've been around for quite some time, and they've recently updated their services even further, offering you even more. They have a, also have a great VPN they bundle in. Um, so that if you do need to do something uh, more securely in a more public area, you can use their VPN uh, as well. So check it out. Sounds good. All right, Mark. Good luck and enjoy your speed. What did you end up buying for speed? Um, I got 750 It's coming in 200 and change. Hmm, you may want to ask him about that. Um, there, there aren't a lot of devices in the house. so um, No. But... Um, so far, I'm good with it, and uh, okay. it's only been three, four days. Oh, okay, Mark. That's cool. They may have to tune some things for you. Yep. So, enjoy. Hey, guys. Listen to you all the time. Well, we're glad you're there. We well, appreciate it. thank you it. very much. Take care. Yep. You too. All right. So, yeah, if you once you get once you get rid of your cable incumbent cable service or DSL service that had the quote-unquote free mailbox, the reason they did that free mailbox was they it made you more sticky, right? Made it harder for you to leave. Kind of like the old phone people keeping their old phone numbers, right? You're still paying AT&T for this old phone number um, because so many people have your old number. 
And uh, same idea with email, right? You're worried about canceling so that everybody has your, your email. But when it's not a big deal, guys, to use a different mailbox or have a different email system. Um, you don't have to be tied to somebody who you're paying 300 bucks a month for, for like a car payment for internet service. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. You, you can make a break and move on to something else. Yep. Change is good. So we're going to take step out for a quick break. Tom and Harwinton, Wal- Walter, West Hartford, Ruth and Colchester. Hang on. One line open for you. 860-522-9842. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab, and we're going to be at 11 o'clock. Let's get right to your calls. You're nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. We're going to go right to, I guess, Walter's next in uh, West Hartford. What's happening, Walter? Hey, how are you? Good, sir. How are you? Good. Um, I've got an old laptop. It's about six years old, and it's Windows 8.1. So I figure I need a new one. Yeah. I've got, got some questions about the specs. Okay. So for a chip, do I need an Intel i5, i7, or i9? Well, what are you doing with it, Walter? What, what are you using your computer for? Just email and surfing and basic stuff? Yeah, and, yeah small spreadsheets. Okay. i5 is fine. That should do it. I've, okay. Hard drive, 512 gigabytes or one terabyte? Probably 512 solid state would do it. Memory, 12 or 16 gig? 16 if you can swing it. And Windows 11 for home or Windows Pro 11 for business? Well, if you're using it in a business environment, this is where a lot of our customers make a mistake too. They think yeah. they can save a few bucks on a home system for business. So if you're in a business environment that's going to connect to a domain, um, then you need Pro. But if you're at home, use the home. It is a different operating system. Yeah. Okay, because I've been looking through various, um, companies um, online, you know, options. Yeah. For components, and some of them seem to be saying that the Windows Pro 11 is suggested, just kind of like across the board. Mm. I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in in your case, if you're just a home user, you're not going to connect to a Windows domain. Home should be fine. Right, they may have a okay. special they're pushing. They may, who knows why they would do that for for home users. And yeah. then, what kind of security software? I've got Norton three hundred and sixty, mm-hmm. but I hear you guys saying that all you really need is an antivirus. Well, there is an antivirus that's built into Windows now. Windows, I believe, from Windows eight up, mm-hmm. it has Windows Defender. It's built in. Um, okay. And that is actually a decent product now. They've okay, they've improved it. Anti, that's just antivirus. That's not all the other stuff that Norton supposedly Correct, gives you. but there's another layer of security that you can add for yourself. For free. For free, no cost. It's called OpenDNS. And it's not even something that you install on the computer. What you do is you configure it. You're typically going to do it in your router. Uh, there's a change that you make to the router, and uh, the OpenDNS website has you know instructions on how to do that. Yep. And once you do that, what you've done is add OpenDNS to your entire network in your house. Made everything okay. safer. Right, and it makes everything safer, every device. 
So it's really a good idea. And that gives you two layers of security. You have antivirus on the computer, and then you have OpenDNS uh, blocking the computer from going to known bad websites. And you can even then choose categories. Let's say you had kids that were going to come over to your home. You could actually block access to any, any sites that you deem inappropriate in your home. Okay, and what kind of what I, what should I be looking for in a new router? Well, in a new router, uh, do you have a lot of folks that are going to be in the home using it? Um, primarily me, but my wife and kids will do it, use it infrequently. Okay, there's like a MIMO technology that you may want to find, but most of those routers are going to have them now. Uh, mesh capabilities, if you want to add extended wireless reach where you have the router in the middle of your home and then you may have uh, additional access points that will actually create a mesh umbrella of wireless if you have a large home. Um, that would be what I would look for. It looked to spend yeah. maybe a couple hundred dollars on this type of router. What was your question, Walter? I kind of interrupted you. No, okay. I mean, that's the next question is going to be about how much should I expect? Yeah, if you want those types of technologies and you want enough broadcast oomph, right? Because these are, they're going to have a bunch of, they're going to look like a crab with a bunch of antennas. And the reason yep. you have a bunch of antennas is so that you can have a bunch of conversations happening wirelessly. The more antennas, the more ability for the device to have a nice dedicated communication with wireless systems. So you're probably going to spend 250 maybe even 300 if you want to have a good device. Um, we, I still recommend Linksys. Um, it works, works really well, but Asus has some good routers out there too. Um, don't necessarily trust those links of the best routers but by so-and-so, but maybe PC Mag I would trust or CNET I would trust is some of the best. They'll give you some comparisons. But another brand that's really beefed up lately is a TP-Link Archer series. Mm-hmm. Um, they get link Archer? Yep. TP-Link, TP-Link, and then the line of routers they make is called Archer. And Thomas those are... Peter, Thomas Peter Link. Uh, yes. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, and like, as you guys always emphasize, be sure that the password is password? Exactly. Make sure it's password. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then, <laughs> a while back, people used to be talking about getting Chromebooks. Mm-hmm. And I've asked my friends who've gotten computers and have got kids who've got Chromebooks. Yep. And they seem to be saying that it's still better to get a laptop. I would tend to agree. I'm disappointed. With, I, I would too. With Chromebooks capabilities. We have a Chromebook at home and, and uh, we do it. We use it for our financial stuff to try to have a separate device. But the apps that are designed for it are not the same as on your phone. So you get some kludginess that occurs. Um, believe it or not, you need an awful lot of horsepower for it to work well, which is kind of surprising. So, yeah, I'm not so sure Chromebooks have delivered what they promised, a low-cost alternative to windows um so you know windows still is the one of the leading operating systems on on pcs so far someday their their comeuppance will happen yeah. uh, but uh so for, wait, you're saying to use a chromebook for you use a chromebook for what only uh, we have a separate chromebook to do anything financial we don't use it to do any surfing it's a separate book we turn it off when we're done with our our use of it so that it's more secure less chance of anybody Surfing where they shouldn't, having some sort of malware loaded on it, and then a keylogger capturing my my password and, and draining my account. So, how much should you be spending on a Chromebook to do that, and what would you be looking for? 
you're going to be look for the same specs we just gave you, kind of. Yeah, pretty much. And they're not going to be that much cheaper than the Windows computer. That's part of the problem. Right. So, you know. So you're basically suggesting... Separating. Two, yep. Two um, different two, of computing hardware. Right. To do your work. Similar specs and similar cost. Sadly, yes. So you can't you can't buy a Chromebook and spend less on the corresponding uh, laptop. Doesn't seem so. There might be some deals out there. You're going to have to do some searching on this, Walter. We're coming up against a hard break. Mr. Morgan's getting ready to do the news. Um, did we give you enough to, to go on? I got like one, one or two more quick questions. All right, then you hang on, all right? We're going to be right back after the news with Walter, Tom, and Ruth. Hang on. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.